I've come close to death and it changed me. It changed me completely, like it just made me get out and do stuff. I just had my appendix out and I had a complication on Christmas Day eight years ago. I nearly died. When I woke up after the operation and they told me how close it was, I said, right, that's it. And you've got one life, so go out and just do what you want to do with your life. My name is Mike Fitz. I'm a drifter. Drifting is the art of driving a car sideways. And it is an art. It's balance and it's, it's almost poetry with cars. Drifting is the act of sliding the back of a car. It can get a quite bad name from people doing donuts in Tesco car park or whatever, and we're always fighting to combat that because it is very, very safe. These two guys all know are like best friends. They're, they're actually really, really good buddies, and they're out against each other. And Dermot, who's leading there, he hit the wall really hard yesterday. Oh, and he just screwed up and there again. You're judged on, on a number of things when you're qualifying. You're judged on your, your line around the track, your speed, your angle, like how sideways you are. There's a box on the entry up there out of sight, yeah? Yeah. So you have to run your front bumper, you have to run the front of your car through that, and it's, it's like all off camber, and when you go over, it, it throws the car out really far sideways. Then you come around and you switch back the other direction, and you run the back of your car through this box, which the lads will demonstrate here, hopefully, yeah. You're judged on your style, as in how good you make it look, and your impact, which is how crazy you are and how much smoke you blow and how sideways you are. It's just everything. Your impact is everything together. So if you come around and you nail all the line and the clipping points of the track and you do it with huge style, huge smoke, then you're going to get a big score. So you'd usually take a deep breath as the cloud of smoke comes towards you so you don't have to breathe it all in. If you're eating chips now, like, you have, you can have salt and rubber on your chips. I just, I shut out the world. You know, the noise of the car, the, the fumes, uh, people around you, photographers taking pictures, video cameras, everything. There's a huge amount of stuff going on around, but you have to shut it out because if you let that get in and you're concentrating on that stuff, you're not in the place you need to be. You're on the line. The start line man puts his two hands up, his thumbs are out, and he puts his hands back over his shoulders and let's go. You go. You nail it, first gear. Second gear, you're looking for traction, lots of traction. You need to be going fast, and if you're spinning the wheels, you're not going. Spending time with your car is the exact same as spending time with a girlfriend because you get to know it and you develop a trust with your car. It's a piece of machinery, but I'm telling you, that car is living and breathing. That car knows you and you know that car and you have a binary relationship with it. 
if you sit into another guy's car and you try and qualify to be safe, if you have a problem with your own car and somebody gives you a car, unless it's the exact same make, model and setup as yours, you are not going to qualify that car because you are not going to know it. So you need to know your car intimately. You hit third gear, right, she's pulling, she's moving, she's moving, right. Handbrake, next thing, you're sideways, and bang, in punches down, everything comes into view, because it's blind before that. The first corner is totally blind, off camber. When you come around that then, it's as if the whole world comes into view, everybody comes into view, there's just spectators around the track, the judges are up in the tower. So the first thing you do is you line up the wall because that's where you're heading. And if you do that wrong, you're in it. So you line up the wall, you nail it, nail the car, nail the car, and you're always looking at the wall where you're going to go. Your eyes are nearly closed. You've just got the eye of the tiger, like, on the wall. When I was young, I'd always be on push bikes and things and pulling wheelies and doing stoppies and stuff like that. Yeah, the balance thing, I think, drifting is, is a huge balance sport. You're always playing a game between spinning and straightening. There's a window in between the two where you have to be. The faster you go, the narrower that window gets, so your balance has to get very fine-tuned. So, yeah, I guess I always was into that growing up. You make a million little adjustments on the steering, on the handbrake, on the throttle, on the main brakes, everything you can do, and your judgment is working. You're hoping that you know exactly how long the back of your car is. You rub the wall. You get a good feeling and say, yes, nailed it, right, next bit. So you are around the left-hander. You nail it in third. You see the next clip. You get through that, that's easy, OK? Then you kind of say, right. So you kind of settle down, OK, I've that bit done. Now comes the scary bit. And my hands are shaking. Now comes the scary bit the big wall rub, which there is speed. And if you get this wrong and you go into the wall, your car is over. I can drive sideways as easy as I can drive straight. I can park a car as good on pulling the handbrake as I can reversing it. Probably better, I'm terrible at parking. When you're having fun just on a, a track day or a practice day, you're driving 90% from your heart, from the seat of your pants, and your head is doing the calculations or whatever, telling you when to initiate the drift or whatever. But when you're in competition, all your senses are just elevated way, way, way up. And it's a huge adrenaline rush. And, and, and I mean, at the same time, you have to stay calm and collected, but you do drive more from your head at that stage. You're calculating things. You're, you're, you're knowing when to do this, when to do that, how hard to nail it. You have to be smart. And now the engine is screaming and you're setting yourself up for the wall rub, like, and you're just watching, you're watching that box and the wall, you're watching the box and the wall, the box and the wall, and you're just hitting the engine just to get as fast and as sideways and just as close to the wall as you possibly can be. And then you clinch, everything clinches up, everything tenses in you. Like, you're, you go rigid almost, but you have to try and stay loose because if you go rigid, you're going to be driving the car and you shouldn't, you shouldn't be manhandling a drift car. If you drive a drift car right, it'll do it itself. The cars drive themselves if they're set up well. Yeah, I like adrenaline and stuff, I guess, but I just love drifting. 
I just love sliding the car. I love flicking it in over Brova Hill. It goes out to full lock. It's hanging there, it's hanging there, it's hanging there. Next thing you switch back direction really quickly and you, you nail the engine again and it's just the best feeling in the world. There is nothing, nothing, nothing in this planet that comes close to it. Well, there is, but I can't say what it is here. But like, you know, it's, it's almost, it's as good as that or almost as good as that. It's just amazing, like with the smoke and the cars billowing smoke and you, you almost can't breathe after, you know, after a run, you just have to hold your breath. 